everybody thank you DDA as always um, praise the Lord it's, uh, it's good to be in the house of God we bring greetings to everybody thank you for coming today God is good amen uh, today is a little bit different Sunday for us uh, we had some unexpected uh, sad news that uh, came to our attention this week as a church family most of you, I'm sure you have heard, in case some of you have not heard, our sister uh, Regina, Mama Regina, has gone home to be with the Lord this week. And um, we are using the opportunity of this service to uh, also conduct a, a bit of a memorial program for her as well. Uh, many of you might remember her. She's been a long-standing member of our, of our family here. Almost... Uh, I don't know, maybe even since we were at the TK building and uh, a, real, uh, a real mother for so many and a great, uh, a great uh, servant of the Lord has departed from among us. So today's uh, message will be more dedicated to uh, honoring her and I feel the Lord has also given a word um, for this season in relation to that. And so we will uh, do that together, and the Lord, the Lord will help us. Amen. Um, uh, Mama Regina, uh, she fell ill this this last week, and um, she was admitted to uh, Landmark Hospital on Thursday. And uh, I received the news, I think, also on Thursday that she was not well, and I had made plans uh, to go early Friday morning with our sister Evelyn to go and. Um, to pray for her and uh, it's interesting you know uh, uh, when we got there um, at the hospital the doctor told her she just you know passed away a few minutes ago so it, it was not what we expected but I, I wasn't having good sleep that night Thursday night and uh, usually when I don't have good sleep it means it's time to pray and uh, the Lord really gave me a word and I think God had prepared me and maybe prepared all of us as well um, so that we can uh, we can understand how to engage with this time and with this season. Mama Regina was the father, the mother of four children: uh, Esther, George, uh, Jonas, and Evelyn. She is the grandmother of three children, but she's also the mother of, mother of so many here in this country, both at her work, in our community, in this church. And so we are sending off a great soldier uh, of the Lord. Uh, on to glory and we're giving this bulk of today's service in honor uh, of her we are blessed today uh, to have uh, her son George George Mugabe with us who flew in yesterday to be part of the program and uh, we, we want to thank you for uh, choosing to be with us this morning I know it's a very difficult time for you and the family thank you for being with us and please pass our love and condolences to uh, all of the family family there as well praise the Lord um, I want to ju jump straight into the word uh, today because I feel that today's word, it's uh, something I feel that I feel the Lord has given uh, for this time. And what this desk is used for is not a political pul pulpit. It's not a uh, well, little bit, maybe other things can be used, but the main purpose for this pulpit is to declare what the Lord says. Amen. And I feel we have received something. I would like us to go today to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and we're going to look at verse number 
42 to 40, 44. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 42 to 44. It reads as follows. So it will be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. I would like to emphasize that last part right there. It says, if there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you today asking for your help, for your grace. You know the task that is before us, the task that is before me today. I pray, Father God, that you would anoint my lips to declare just what you have said, no more, no less. Pray that you would give us ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us. And I thank you, Father God, in advance that we live different from the way that we came in. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Praise the Lord. If there is a natural body, then there is also a spiritual body. Um, uh, uh, the Bible also says, the scripture, that that which is, it says that the natural body is a, is a perishable body. And the spiritual body is an imperishable body. All right? And then it says, what is sown perishable, it will be raised imperishable. What is sown in dishonor will be raised in glory. Praise the Lord. Now I said that to say this, that based on this scripture, we can know for sure where mom, we know for sure where Mama Regina is right now. You missed your amen church. Yeah? Because we know that the natural body has been sown, the perishable body, perishable body has been sown. That means that the imperishable body has been raised up. How do I know? It's because this is what the, 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 the promise of God tells us. Amen? Um, you know, uh, there's the story that Jesus told of Lazarus and the rich man. Uh, and how both of them went to heaven. Lazarus went to... Uh, went, both of them died. Lazarus went to paradise. The rich man went to hell. And from his suffering there in hell, he called out to God to please send... Lazarus back into the earth so that he can tell my, my, my brothers about this place of torment where I am so they don't have to come to this place. And remember what Father Abraham told him. He said, they have Moses and the prophets. If they cannot believe Moses and the prophets, then they will not believe even if somebody is raised from the dead. That means, what that means is that if we cannot take God at his word, no miracle will bring faith into our hearts. We have the promise of Scripture, and based on the promise of Scripture, we know that what God has said is true. The Bible tells us that what is sown perishable is raised in glory. Mama Regina has been sown by way of her natural body. 
which is perishable. That means the imperishable body has been raised up based on the promise of scripture. We know where Mama Regina is right now. I said we know. Amen, amen. We know. We know for sure where Mama Regina is right now. There is a natural body. And if there is a natural body, we know that there is a spiritual body. That means everybody in this room who has a natural body, this is a reminder for each of us that just like we have a natural body, there is also a spiritual body awaiting us. This natural body is perishable, but the, the spiritual is imperishable. It lives forever. Amen. So having said that, I'd like us to look at 2 Corinthians, just a few pages over, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 10. It says this, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Okay, so we just established there is a natural body and a spiritual body. Okay, then it says here that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that we might receive what is due him for things done while in the body. In the Amharic it says in the body of the flesh, whether good or bad. So there's natural and spiritual body, perishable and imperishable body. Okay, but what we are going to be held accountable for is not the deeds that's done in the spiritual body, but we will be held responsible for the deeds done in the natural body that is perishable. So this small window of time, we are accountable. We will appear, all of us, before the judgment seat of Christ. All right? To receive what is due him, every man receive what is due him for things done while in the body. So what the things we do in this perishable body has eternal consequence okay now that raises the next question what are those things that we will be held uh, responsible and accountable for if we go to Roman, uh, Revelation the book of Revelation chapter 16 and verse number 15 it says behold I come like a thief Jesus speaking behold I come like a thief blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes with him so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Now it says, blessed is he who stays awake. If you've been following our teachings the last several weeks, we've been talking about this subject of watch. From Matthew, Mark chapter 13 and verse 37, uh, we are in this last days, our instructions from heaven is to watch. We learned that, that Greek word, the Greek word for watch is gregario, which means to stay awake and not to be found sleeping. That's that same Greek word that is used in this verse that says, blessed is he who stays awake. Okay, and it tells us how we are to stay awake. It says, and keeps his clothes with him so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Okay, so how do we stay awake? We stay awake by keeping our clothes with us. So that means there's clothes to be worn. Now what are those clothes? Just go a few more pages over to uh, Revelation, the same, uh, same book, chapter 19 and verse 8. Okay, speaking about the, the, the marriage supper of the Lamb, when the church and, the, and Christ, the bride and the bridegroom uh, uh, are, are, are united uh, and the glory of the wedding supper of the Lamb commences. Let's start verse maybe verse 7. It says, Let us rejoice and be glad and give Him glory 
For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and her bride has made herself ready. Now look at verse 8. It says, Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. Aha. Did you see that? You didn't see that. Verse 8, the end. It says, Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. Praise the Lord. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. You all are sleeping. Let's go back a few verses. It says, verse 16, the blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes with him. What are those clothes? Those clothes, those fine linens are the righteous acts for, of the saints. We are clothed in the natural. We all have a natural body and we have a spiritual body. Our natural body Every day we put clothes on our bodies. Why do we put clothes on our bodies? Everybody came with clothes on our body and it's normal. We don't leave our house, take a shower and just walk straight out. Am I right? Why? Because that is shameful. We don't do that in our natural body. But in the same way, our spiritual body also has clothes. And our spiritual body the clothes for our spiritual body is the righteous acts of the saints. Meaning that just like we take care to put clothes on our natural body, we should give care to put clothes on our spiritual body as well because our natural body is perishable. But our spiritual body is imperishable and it is possible to stand before the throne room of God, before the judgment of the Lamb and be found without clothes. So the warning is to, for all of us is to be careful to have our clothes with us when we stand before Him so that we will not be found naked and ashamed before Him. Just like there is a natural body, there is a spiritual body. And just like there is natural clothes, there is a spiritual clothes, the righteous acts of the saints. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now let me be clear. Um, uh, there is a spiritual body. There is a natural body. Um, I want to be clear that we don't get into heaven based on our spiritual clothes or based on our righteous acts. Okay? We don't get into heaven based on whether or not we do good. This is what many people get worried and concerned about. They want to do good so that they will get into heaven. I want to assure everybody under the sound of my voice today that you get into heaven 100% based on what Christ Jesus has done, not what you have done. Romans chapter 5 tells us that by one man, one man's disobedience, all became sinners. And in the same way, uh, in, the, in the same manner, through the obedience of one man, Jesus Christ, all became righteous. So we do not become righteous by way of what we have done. We become righteous by way of the gift of Christ Jesus. Amen. All right. So let's just make it clear. When I say we have to do righteous acts, this is not to get our place in heaven. We all are sinners by way of birth. And we are all righteous by way of rebirth or new birth. Death came to all through one man's disobedience. 
righteous name, righteousness came through all men, to all men through one man's obedience. If we are in Christ, we are saved. If we are in Christ, we are born again. If we are in Christ, we are the children of God. If we are in Christ, we have confidence when we stand before the throne that we got in here by way of Christ. Amen. But when we get in there, there is this thing called clothes. It is possible to stand before him and to be found naked. Okay. We get in by Christ, but we get our clothes by our righteous acts. And there's levels of righteous acts. Okay. Those righteous acts are not what we do in the spiritual body. Those righteous acts are what we do while we are still in this, in this natural body. The righteous acts of the saints. Praise the name of the Lord. So we all get into heaven by the gift. When we say yes to Jesus, he says yes to us. Finished. We have to accept the gift. I said we have to accept the gift. But once we are in, we have different levels of clothes. All right? The acts that we do in the body have eternal consequence. The seeds that we sow to bless other people has eternal consequence. It has to do with the clothing that we wear when we stand before Christ. Allah you. Can I give you an example? Look at Acts chapter 10. It tells the story here of, of a man named Cornelius who was a Roman soldier, a Roman centurion. And uh, it speaks, let's pick up from verse number 2. Uh, verse number 2 says, speaking about Cornelius, he and his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day, at about 3 in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius! Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, my Lord? He asked. The angel answered, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Aha. Are you a truth? Cornelius was living in his natural, natural, perishable body. But he was engaged in praying to God and, and, and uh, doing good deeds, righteous acts, helping the poor. Alright? And he did it, when he does that, what where does, where is the impact of those deeds felt? It's felt in the realm of the spirit. He is putting spiritual clothes, he is storing up spiritual clothes for himself. Okay, so what happens is he was doing this to such an extent and what happened is his account in heaven was getting so heavy all right that normally the two realms are separated there is the natural realm which we all live in and there is the spiritual realm which we cannot see but is there the two realms don't cross each other only sometimes maybe by way of dreams or revelation or something God gives you, we can get a picture to what's going on but generally we are blind to the spirit realm but every act that we do in the spirit in the natural body it has bearing on the the spiritual unseen realm and what Cornelius was doing is he was just praying and and doing good deeds in the natural but while he was doing that his account was being loaded up heavy in the spiritual realm to the point that the spiritual realm could not stand it anymore and they broke through into the natural realm and the angel which is spiritual stood before him 
He had no idea that this was going on on his behalf. And the angel broke through and says, Cornelius, your, your prayers and your gifts to the poor have come up before you as a memorial on your behalf before God. Hallelujah. Meaning that everything he was doing was strictly in his mind, in the natural, but in the spiritual, he was raising up a memorial in his honor before God and the spiritual realm had to break through and make the announcement. My announcement today for each and every one of us who are saved and children of God is to lay up heavy, heavy spiritual clothes in your spiritual account. That is what we are here for. The goodness that God has shown to us that we share it to others. Be a blessing to others. Give what we have. Share what we have. Be a blessing. That's your amen point right there. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying this for a reason. And it's because I think we need to understand something about Mama Regina. Uh, Mama Regina, as I mentioned earlier, she's a long-standing member of our church. But she is also someone who has stored up much spiritual clothes on her behalf. While she was in this body, now it's perishable. It has been sown perishable. It has been raised imperishable based on the scriptures and everybody said amen. So we, we will mourn for the loss of Mama Regina. But we know our mourning is not unto death because we know where she is now based on, based on the scripture. But I just thought it would be appropriate for us as a church to understand uh, the kind of life that Mama Regina lived while she was here among us. Okay, because I think it's a good example for us to follow. If we see good things in each other, it's good to emulate those good things that honor God, that bring eternal reward. Amen. Mama Regina is not a, a preacher. I am the preacher. All right, but I don't uh, think that the reward is different whether you are a preacher or doing righteous acts from the back row or the front row. Amen. And one of the things you have to realize is that Mama Regina was extremely generous. Mama Regina shared what she had. All right? Um, she, she was not from this country. She's originally from Tanzania. But she embraced Ethiopia as her own home, taking care of the poor, taking care of the... Whenever Mama Regina heard somebody's in trouble, somebody is sick, she even was a, a, a donated so much... Uh, resources, clothes, food to a local orphanage that takes care of children who, who have mental uh, illness. She embraced them as her own. They know her by her first name. And she was always quick to help in our own outreach projects here uh, at Beza, Beza uh, Outreach, at our outreach development uh, for, for many years. But I think one of the things that really blessed me about Mama Regina that not many people know, in fact, I didn't even tell them until this morning. You know, uh, some of you might remember a few years ago, uh, maybe a year and a half ago now about, we lost our worship leader. He passed away by way of stroke uh, in, in the Amharic service, our worship leader, Brooke. And he left a, a wife and a, a two small children. And you know, if you remember, it was a very difficult time for us as a church. And, uh, you know, we, so what we did is we had a memorial service the next Sunday in both services, English and Amharic, to honor uh, the testimony, uh, the, the legacy of, of Brooke. Mama Regina was sitting here 
uh, on that Sunday and she heard what had happened with the family and she came and asked me, Pastor Z, can I sponsor and cover the expenses for Brooke's children to go to school until they finish high school as long as the Lord gives me strength? You see? Now, now here's why I find this significant. Number one, she doesn't have to do this. She has her own children, she has her own grandchildren, but there was something, and not only that, but this was a tragedy that struck the Amharic congregation, not the English congregation. But sitting in English congregation, she realized that though we are, we are two congregations, we are one body. And if one part of the body suffers, then all parts suffer. So she said, this applies directly to me as if it was my own. Let me do what I can. See, I, I had told Brooke's wife, Helen, that somebody has committed to pay school fees for your children. But I did not tell her who it was because she did not want anybody to know. What she wanted the people, who she wanted to know was God, who was storing up clothes for her in heaven. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, when you do your good deeds, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. What does that mean? Do it unto God. Do your good deeds for the spiritual realm, for spiritual harvest, for spiritual clothes. Let's not be found naked. The thing that I found also significant about this is particularly in this time and season, when the issue of tribe, nationality, gosa, bamarinya, gosa, color, race, it's so highly sensitive that uh, Mama Regina, who does not speak Amharic, she comes from Tanzania, who maybe, I don't know, she's even met Brooke, she said, even though it's not my tribe, even though he does not speak my language, even though he's in a different congregation from mine, he is a child of God, and he is my family. So not based on tribe. See, normally what we do is if you are from Tanzania, and it's time to help and serve other people, you go first to your own fellow Tanzanians. But Mama Regina said, I will help Tanzanians, but not only that, I will also help whoever is a family of God to me, whoever has come in by way of the blood. They are family with me, and I'll give just as much support. I think this is a message that we need to hear, particularly in this time and season when tribal tensions are so high. If you were here last week, you remember, we were learning about the, the Jews who came from Greek, the Greek Jews and the, the Hebraic Jews, and how in the daily distribution of bread at the church, they started to show favoritism along tribes. And they had to quickly address that issue because the day that the church becomes tribal is the day that the church stops becoming the church. When we start dividing along racial lines, along tribal lines, along ethnicities, we are no longer the church. The unique thing that makes the church the church is that we are different, but we are the same because the blood that was shed has made the many one. And it's a sign to the world that God is alive.
When the one from this political party and that political party stand together to give praise to God. From that race and this race come together to give glory to God. From that tribe and this tribe and that political persuasion, even religious person, come together to give praise to God. That is a sign to the world. That is the place where God himself says, I will dwell in that place. And it's a sign to the world to show who we are and who God is. And I thought it was so significant because it was not just helping someone is in need. You know how we Abisha are. I live all over the world and I always find those little Abisha circles. Whenever Abisha goes to some place, it only takes them about two weeks to find their own people. And we live in that bubble until Jesus comes to take us home. Hallelujah. Okay, you know how it is. We don't break out of that to go and help Yeesh, those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Don't look at me like that. I think we can, all of us, take a lesson from the life of Mama Regina. If the family of God is suffering, no matter who they are, where they are, I'll be the first to step up and be a blessing. And I think the nature of our righteous acts have, has, has degrees of blessing. The scripture here, it says that, uh, that they were given fine linens to wear. In the other scriptures, it says clothes. So there's clothes... And then there's fine linens, meaning there's quality of reward based on the quality of the giving. I think if I give my people, I'll get close. But if I cross along the tribal line, the language barrier, the cultural barrier and give, I think my quality of clothes goes up. It goes from normal clothes to fine linen. May we take a lesson from Mama Regina today. I said, may we take a lesson from this legacy that was left, a fragrance of Christ that was left among us to do good to whoever, whenever, not based on our people, but based on my family. My family is stronger than my people. Mokshe, can we put that on a tweet or on a, on a post or something? My family is stronger than my people. I said, my family is stronger than my people. And you know, you remember Mama Regina, Regina always, she comes with her, her African clothes. You know, in, in Kenya, we call it Kitenge. I noticed in Zambia, Zambia they call it Chitenge. Uh, I don't know what we call it in Tanzania. Is it Kitenge? It's the same. But can you imagine Mama Regina now standing before the throne with her fine linen, white, shining Kitenge? Hallelujah. What a reward. What a beautiful testimony. May all of us, see all of us, we're just here for a short time. We're next. Eh? We're all living in a perishable, natural body. The window is closing by the day. All right. Either we're going or he's coming to take us. We are being rewarded for the deeds that's done while in this body. And I think when we have such, you know, we talk about heroes and jegnoch in this season, the language. But I think the real heroes are those who store up, hallelujah, righteous acts for themselves in the spirit realm. May we all be generous people. Amen. May we take a lesson from this legacy that was lived among us and serve people, love others, be generous. But even when it comes to giving, give in such a way that we honor the family of God, not more than we honor my people in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. And everybody said amen. amen. So, uh, George, thank you for your mother. She's a blessing and a mother to all of us. 
Thank you all of the friends and guests who came. We honor this legacy because it's a legacy that has left a big fingerprint of the kingdom on all of us and left us a challenge to live our remaining days in such a way, living such a fragrance of Christ. Amen. You know, it was interesting a few years ago, Mama Regina's son came uh, here to Ethiopia. I think Jonas lives in Tanzania. Some of the other siblings live in Rwanda. Um, and uh, he, he came and he was, he was so touched by his mother's life and generosity. He uh, came and, and shot a video of uh, just his mother's ministry here in Addis uh, while, while she was here. Now in retrospect, I see that maybe he did not realize, but he, was, he, was, uh, he wanted to honor his mother's legacy while she was alive. You see? But I think in retrospect, it became something now, now we say, what a great, great testimony. And what a great tribute. You know, maybe the Lord put that in his spirit for such a day like today. That we would have a video evidence of someone who has fine linens. And what it means to wear fine linens. Come on somebody. Uh, so what I wanted to do, if, it's, if you will allow me, there's just a small clip from this video. I was even involved in the video as well. Um, maybe we could just run that and uh, see that for a minute. Oh, Madame Regina. <laughs> Everywhere she goes, she touches somebody's life with a smile. She has a heart for the least of the least of the least. There's probably at least a dozen other Ethiopian children that Mama Regina is a mother to. She has an individual interaction with each of her children. She's basically been like a mother to me. Then she said, from today, you will be my daughter. They want you to be embraced and be welcomed in the house or in your family or in your territory. And there is a joy in it, actually. To me, there is an everlasting joy that I have. I can see she has that motherly love. She has that heart, heart with special heart. I Father, we give you praise. Father God, we pray first of all with thanksgiving for Jesus. What a difference Jesus means to all of us. Thank you for that amazing gift that is beyond understanding. Your love, as we sang earlier, Father God, is from everlasting to everlasting. You went to the ends of the earth to find us. We thank you for that love. And we praise you for it. But now is this time of grieving, particularly for George, the family, I pray, Father God, that you would be a comfort to them, that you by your Holy Spirit would minister to each heart that is hurting right now, friends, colleagues, loved ones, and the multiple children everywhere. I pray, Father God, that you would minister to them in a way that they can understand. You are close, Holy Spirit. Do what only you can do even now. And for us as a church, as we send our sister home, I pray that the days that we have left in this earth would be marked by storing up wonderful clothes, living for others, serving for others. We bless you for this legacy. We honor our mother, Mama, Mama Regina. And we thank you, Father God, for the testimony and the fragrance of Christ that was left among us as she has gone to glory. And we take up the challenge as a family today. We give you praise for all these things. 
in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Uh, let me just encourage you also to continue to pray for the family. This next few days obviously is a challenge for all of them. So let's keep them in prayer. God bless you all.